Thank you for joining us today on the Annex Podcast, hosted and presented by the Building Christian Fellowship. At the building, we build our faith, hope, and love in Jesus by having a real, relevant relationship with Him. And what better way for us to get closer to God than to learn more about Him through His Word? We pray you enjoy this message. and get energy was right here at the altar. Not at the stage. I'll never forget. It was at the Love of Christ Church, Alexandria, Virginia. And I just was struggling with stuff in my life because I had done so much. I've wreaked havoc with people myself, my family, my children. And I said, God, I need some help to go out. When I leave this place, I don't want to leave here the same. I need some kind of strength because the world's coming against me. There was pornography. There was, I was trying to be celibate. I was, all these things I was trying to fight and I needed strength. And all I knew was to get at the altar. And I thank God for the late Bishop Carver E. Poindexter. He believed in programs, but he also believed in people getting help by the Holy Ghost. And I laid at that altar, and I remember just like this, like right now, just as things are going, he's going to keep preaching. But he knew that some people, there's some things that a pastor can't talk to you about. There's just some things that you got to give up for yourself. I, I can't sit here and try to prophesy it to you. I can't do that. But it was at the altar. And I remember I was laying there, and, and he was starting to preach, and then all the deacons came over. You guys, this is an old school church. And I remember the deacons came over to get me in, and they were going to, you know, you know, you know the bishop got to preach. And, and I remember him looking at me at the pulpit. He looked, he looked at them. He said, leave him alone. Because I was crying. I, was, I needed help. He said, leave him alone. If I had more Christians at the altar like him, we'd be able to change this city. And in my life, I've adopted that. This is not a stage. Even though I'm up on a platform, but this is an altar. God said, never let the fires of the altar go out. It's at this place. It's this place where minds are changed. Your heart can be changed. Yes, your heart can be changed, but I don't want to live like that. I can renew my mind here. So I'm just going to give you guys permission as your pastor that if you ever during service the Lord, the, the Lord speaks to you. God pricks something in your heart. Just come and lay at the altar. I'm going to let God have his way. Amen? Amen. Praise God. I, praise the Lord. Well, praise God, you guys. Amen. I, I don't know. I just, I just felt something. That this, I just felt something. I'm really starting to feel God a, a lot lately in my spirit. And, and it isn't no, you know, like, 
energy or anything else that everybody says, you know, I get that, you know, I feel the energy in this room. No, it's the Holy Spirit, and he's talking to because I was sitting up here. Watch this. I'm going to tell you guys, watch this. You guys know Isabella. She's bilingual, okay? And I was sitting down, and I was like, Lord, what? Ooh, do I have to do this because I feel something, and I didn't know what to say, and I'm sitting there trying to figure out how to say this in Spanish, and I was like, Lord, I know there's something that somebody that speaks uh, Spanish as a first language is in here. I don't know if they're here or if they're in the internet, but I was like, God, how am I going to get this word? How am I going to get this word? Now watch this, and this is in our foolishness and, and, and our pride because I'm thinking I'm the one that has to do it. Can I help somebody here? Sometimes you think you've got to do it, right, parents? You're the one that got to save your kids. It ain't always going to be you. God uses who he pleases. I think Don, Donald said it like best. He uses the foolish, the weak, and despised things. So I'm sitting there. I'm back here trying to figure it out. I'm like trying to figure it out. All of a sudden, somebody else heard from the Lord. Isabella sings every Sunday. And as she said, there weren't no words. Did you see any words up here? She felt the spirit of God, not energy. It wasn't just the thought, oh, maybe I'll just, no. She heard the word of the Lord and she began to sing a new song. There weren't no words up there. And some of you guys might be a little, I, I didn't know what she was saying. I didn't know what she was saying. It's okay. Go read the book of Acts chapter two. I got, I'm trying to, trying to calm myself today. I had a little coffee this morning. I had some coffee. Y'all just don't know. One more thing, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to, I'm, we're going to start the message. Yeah, I just want to share a little something. I want you guys, some of you guys in here don't know me. This might be your first time. You may have heard about me, all this stuff. And this last year has been a doozy. The last two years... The last two years have been a real big doozy for me and my family, okay? Since 20, 2020, I've had two strokes. The first stroke attacked my uh, speech. I'm a pastor. Attacked my speech so I couldn't talk. Then the second stroke, which is like five months later, I woke up blind. You guys hearing me? Because I'm looking at you right now and I'm preaching to you right now. I just need you to put the two and two together. I'm, watch this. It's like, wow, man, God is good. God is good. And I was like, yeah. And we were celebrating and doing all kinds of stuff. And, and then, you know, COVID, this one, COVID was going on. We were, and, and nobody was coming to church because everybody's scared, scared of COVID. And then all this stuff, all of a sudden, you know, we're trying to say, man, we're telling everybody the church is alive. So that song has been in my heart. Every time we sing it, the praise and worship team sing. But then all of a sudden, just this year, Mother's, right before Mother's Day, I took my wife out to eat, favorite food, Mexican food. <laughs> and the next day, I, I just didn't feel right. I felt slow, I felt sluggish. She looked at me, she goes, maybe we should go to the hospital. So we went to the hospital, and while I was in the hospital, you guys know the rest. My heart was already failing. My heart was been bad all my, for, for years. We knew this was gonna happen. We didn't know it was gonna happen that fast. And then all of a sudden, I ended up in the hospital in May of, I think May 8th, something like that. Ended up in the hospital, ended up having a heart transplant. Praise God. I don't have time. I don't have time. 
I don't have time because there's, there's something greater today. There's something greater today. But I don't have time to tell you everything. But I just want to tell you something is that when you see me up here jumping up and down and I can't help myself sometimes, I, I can't. I can't help myself. I, I, I talk a lot and, and I, I just want to tell somebody what the Lord has done. You don't understand. I wasn't able to jump. I wasn't able to walk. I died twice. So please forgive me. Because God has done great things. My God. So forgive me. Sometimes I just can't hold it. I'm dancing, I'm dancing. My, my kids, I embarrass them all the time because I just want to dance. I want to know all the dances. I, I, because before I couldn't, if you had to lay in a, in a bed for seven months or six months with tubes all in your legs, All day. I'm going to do it, too. Now she said, no. But it ain't just on Sundays. I need you to understand something. Sister Carmel, I, I, I'm gonna, I, I need people to understand that, that I'm going I'm to praise God Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. There's sometimes I wake up in the morning and I got to go outside my, my room because I'm just so grateful what God has done for me. So I'm just saying that. Thank you guys for allowing me to be me. Just give me grace because I'm all over the place. I'm sorry. But I'm not sorry. God made me this way. I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. How marvelous are thy works. He is the potter and I'm the clay. God don't make no junk. Hallelujah. He don't make junk. You don't have to apologize because you don't dance or do this or, or this or act like the way the other people do. It's a lie from the enemy. I need you, Lord. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you. What you was getting ready to get into today, did you? God loves us so much. He loves us so much. 
see. It's not, it's not energy. It's not a feeling. He loves. This is a tangible love and work of the Father that is going. It's right now. I mean, some of you right now are feeling it. It, it isn't because of what I'm saying. He just he wants to love you so much. He just wants to hold you right now. He just wants to hold you. He wants to tell you it's going to be okay. And all your struggles, all your problems, all your stuff, God said it's okay. Don't worry. I know you messed up. I know you made some bad mistakes. It's okay. Because I'm going to be with you. I'm never going to leave you nor forsake you. I'm with you always till the ends of the earth. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. told is his story inside of your story which becomes your testimony do you guys you guys hear me the greatest story ever told it's all about your testimony therefore confess your sins to one another that you may be healed I have battled with intense emotions for as long as I can remember. In my flesh, I am also a very insecure person. Sometimes I wonder if pride and self-loathing are two sides of the same coin. Because when I'm insecure, I'm just obsessed with myself. Other times, I wake up in the morning with intense pain in my heart for seemingly no reason. I'll cry for hours uncontrollably and not know why. It's truly exhausting. I had a morning like this in December. I was exhausted and weak. A bong rip was sounding really, really good right about then. Mmm, numbness. I could make it stop and it would be so quick. I can function really well when I'm high. And besides, weed has medicinal value. How could that be a sin? It still amazes me how good I am at mental gymnastics. If it wasn't an Olympic sport, I'd win a gold medal. In that moment, ding. Hi, Jim Marie, how are you? It was a text from my church sister. God is faithful, and like he promises, he provided me an out. I was honest about my pain and asked for prayer, which she did immediately. And then I typed my response. Sister, I'm thinking about buying weed. I don't want to. I know if I tell you, I won't do it. I stared at the blinking icon on my phone. Instead of pressing send, I pressed delete. Then I said my own prayer. I hope you'll love me anyway. I didn't stumble or fall into sin. I chose it consciously. I knew exactly what I was doing, following in my mother Eve's footsteps, touching trees I have no business touching and taking my husband down with me. It was a tiny bullet, and the slow leak in my heart lasted months. As my faith leaked out of me, it was replaced with doubt. The Lord had warned me about this weeks ago. 
Don't touch the wine, Germary. Wine is for the dead. See, in antiquity, wine was end-of-life care to make people in pain comfortable in their dying days. I was in great pain, but because Christ lived the life I couldn't live and died the death I should have died, I was very much alive. Right now I'm speaking to the bride of Christ. Christ is the perfect groom, and when his helpmate is in submission to his will, miracles break out. I know there are people in this room who felt a burden for me. I could see it in their eyes when they said, we miss you. I know you were in the secret place warring for me. Thank you for your obedience. Thank you for your agape. Because of your sweet aroma, the Lord saw it fit to bring revival to this place, and I reaped the benefits. The Lord has allowed me to see my deceitful heart with more clarity than before. I know I'm in right relationship with my king, but I still need to repent to his bride. I am sorry, church, for keeping secrets from you. I am sorry that I allowed my pride and self-pity to keep you from doing your job, helping me run this race with endurance. This is an encouragement, Christian. Be courageous. Shine a light on your secrets so you may be healed. It's even better the second time. Because <laughs> <laughs> we prayed and the Holy Spirit was moving. <laughs> but just very quickly, I would really love it if you would just share what inspired you to write that because I felt like it was the only thing I can call it is a piece. Obviously, it's your it's your story, mm -hmm. but the way that you eloquently put it, like what what caused you to do that? Well, first of all, I'm a hot mess, so Christ through His Holy Spirit gives me the peace that surpasses all understanding. I'm confident in His work his finished work on the cross. And uh, in all honesty, it was an act of obedience. I needed to let this secret out into the light so it would lose power over me so I could truly have freedom over this sin once and forever. In addition to that, my love for the body made me want to share this. My love for the youth and for the future of our church. You know, there might be a young person out there who's struggling with a similar thing or maybe something else, who might see, oh look, at that's a mom. That's somebody who's really put together. That's somebody who articulates herself very well. They would never imagine me being a pothead. And so by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony, we defeat the adversary. So I had to speak, I had to say something. to your feet. Revelations chapter 12 and 11 says, and they, meaning us, overcame him. You know who him is? The enemy. And they overcame him by the blood of the lamb and the word of your testimony. And they did not love not their lives unto death. Marie, she didn't even worry about her life or what the death was going to be about what people are going to talk about her. Because sometimes we think death, oh, somebody's going to cut your throat. But sometimes 
we got to love God so much that we need to die. I want to live my I want to live my life so much, so well for the Lord that my old self has to die. And in order for my old self to die, guess what I got to do? I need to tell somebody my testimony. Come over here and let me show you where I buried my old self. And let me tell you how it got there. This is the story I'll tell. If you are here today and you've heard the testimony and you say, you know what? I'm that same person. I got something to say. I'm not going to ask you to come up here. But what I'm going to ask you to do is this. I need you to do the same thing she did and go tell somebody about your testimony. You need to tell somebody about the greatest story that's ever been told. And that story is his story inside of your story, which is your testimony.